Hey guys, what's up? My name's Zero. And I'm Brando. And we want to welcome you to the Duality Fix podcast. Now, what the podcast is, is just clips from the show tied into it without the music filler that you see on Twitch. So without further ado, we're going to get right into this thing. Amen. Let's go. Hey guys, sorry about that. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties with the stream and with everything else. I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but welcome to the Duality Fix. I'm Zero. And I'm Brando. We've been we've been having us a good old time over here trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Give me one second. Put this up. There we go. And we got a new background this week. Sure. Sure, sure as hell. Because uh, for that movie, that was the best scene in my honest opinion. This right, this right here, this background is a game changer. I'll go ahead and get this pulled up too. Yeah, I'm having, I'm having to redo everything, guys. I do, I do apologize. It's, I'm trying my best to fix everything. Brandon, I'm about to get you back, back up and going too. Okay. Your um. Your internet connection is down right now because I had to, I had to reset the entire router and it's still doing the same thing. Half the show is still dropped frames. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, but I'm about to fi- I'm gonna have to figure it out soon, sooner or later. All right, you guys. Ha- Half Blood Prince. This right here is. This movie was was a game change game changer as well. Absolutely. I, you'll get no disagreement from me on that point. No debate either. Let's see here. I'm waiting for these stupid ads because I just I had to reset everything. So ads are back. Going to pull up the desktop audio. Go ahead and pull up. There we go. And also, you guys, um, I'm going to read this to you as well. That way most people, y'all already know what it is. It's a copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of Copyright Act of 1976. It states that allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing, nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in, fa- in favor of fair use. With that being said, Brando had something that he wanted to talk about before we got this thing going. So, Brando, I'm going to turn the mic over to you, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I know in the news we're worried, a lot of people are worried about uh, the Delta variant and we're angry, well, not we, but people are angry about the Afghanistan situation. I understand that, and I don't mean to be political here, it's more personal your loved ones don't hesitate to tell your loved ones whether they be friend or blood family that you love them don't hesitate to reach out because we truly are not in control of who lives and who dies I mean I've read on my timeline where people who have actually taken the vaccine are still getting sick. I actually read something today about that. Be closer to one another. 
love one another. Don't be like me because I, you know what I'm saying, to put it in the put it in the context, I would be sorted into slittering. Not because I'm a racist or I want to destroy the world or take over the world, but because there are dark things going on within me. But this is not about me. This is about the world in general. Uh, tell your loved ones you love them. Spend time with them. And everybody like, well, we can't have a get-together without money. There are ways to have get-togethers without money. There are ways to connect without money. That's why God gave us the knowledge uh, to create things like Zoom, Facebook, all of these things. Social media, as far as I'm concerned, was really uh, intent, uh, really intended to be something positive. And it goes all the way back to uh, the invention of radio or the invention of television. All these things were as far as I'm concerned, and I'm no preacher, I'm no prophet, I'm not gonna take those titles. All these things were originally uh, meant to bring us closer together. Tell your family you love them. Tell your friends you love them. Because love was God's original purpose in creating this world. He was sitting up there in the planet called heaven by himself. He wanted a family. We've lost touch with that. And this is no right-wing, conservative, Christian, or attempt to convert you or anything. But uh, I'm going to quote a movie, a very old movie. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God, of course. You know what I'm saying? But thank God. God is love. And I'm at the top of the list. We've lost touch with that. And this isn't, this isn't because I had a death in the family or I'm trying to butter you all up. Let's get back to traditional family values. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. All righty. And on that note, Brando, I do have something to say as well. I've been, I was reading my timeline. Um, there, out of Florida, um, this afternoon, a mother b- just buried five of her kids. I saw that. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a, I'm a father of four. Y'all see my kids out here on the stream. Y'all see my, ki- y'all hear my kids in the background on the podcast. Y'all probably hear them right now because of how good our microphones are now. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But as he was saying, don't be afraid to tell them that that you love them. Do not be afraid to go and give them a hug. Call them on the phone, video call, anything you can to keep touch with them. Do it. Because you never know when you're called home. You never know when your last minute on this earth is done. You never know. Damn. I lost a classmate this week to COVID and she was one of the bright, brightest people I'd known. One of the, she was talented. She was a gentle soul, but she was a force. She was a, she was a wrecking ball, so to speak. 
To the Ferguson family, I'm sorry that you lo you lost her. To the cl to the class of 2007 to 2008, I'm sorry. Yanis, rest in paradise, sweetheart. You will be missed on this earth. We go get right into this, you guys. All right. I got a lot of background. There we go. See if that, see if that helps. Yeah, that cut that down some background noise real good. Brando, can you still hear me? I can hear you just fine, bro. All right, cool, cool, cool. When one of the, one of the crazy ones went to visit, visit Snape. Knowing that he already knows y'all coming. Exactly. He just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. This little, whoa. And once again, uh, Worm I, <laughs> I have to add something to you. The actress playing Narcissa, Draco's mother, Re Helen McCrory, rest in peace. Yes. She did a hell of a job. The first time I saw it was in a picture called uh, The Count of Monte Cristo. Really? She played uh, James Fran's wife. That's the actor's name who uh, was, in, who was in that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She's, she, again, with most British actors, she's been on the scene for years. She just happened. And here's, here's some trivia for you. She was originally cast as uh, Bellatrix. But... <laughs> but she got pregnant. Oh. So they had to bring in Helena Bonham Carter. So she she had been familiar with the franchise for a while. Okay. And no disrespect to the dead. Rest in peace, of course, Miss uh, McCrory. You 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 are, you are a legend, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, she is. All British actors are legends, as far I'm, I love what they do. I know. Love it. Love yes. it. Love yes. It. Yes. Um, I'm glad they made the switch, cause she I've been watching Helena Bonham Carter since Corpse Bride, and she always knocks it out of the park. She's married to um Tim Burton, right? Yeah, where she was, they're divorced now. What? Hey, sometimes things happen for a reason. Sometimes they don't happen for a reason. That's just what it is. Right. You know. This scene right here just set the, set the epitome for the entire movie. Exactly. That that bond. We and the way it was written in the book and and seeing it on the film, we want to believe that Snipe what was the villain. We you know what I'm saying that's how that, that, that's what good writing does. It it, it lures you in. Alan Rickman, rest in peace. I mean, oh my God, it just. <sighs> what can I say that I ain't been said about this man? I mean, it's like, I really and truly want to see some of this theater work. I'm going to sit up one day and I'm just going to search YouTube. It's got to be on there. It's got to be out there somewhere. Somebody oh. somewhere recorded it. Because he was, he, he was just too good. For his own good, man. I mean, right. Everything I've seen him in, he knocks it out. He knocked it out of the park. 
Man. I was really I was really surprised at that scene. I actually really thoroughly enjoyed that scene. Yeah. Cause again, that set the epitome for the entire movie. Exactly. Whew. Hold on. There we go. That sounded like I was on the water a little bit. I'm sorry, guys. Let's see. Yeah, there we go. That's better. Yeah, we're still working out to the kinks to these microphones, if y'all haven't noticed. <laughs> but it's it's definitely worth it. Is that your that's your computer playing? <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm I'm not playing any music right now. What's going on here? There we go. Yeah, let's see. Going to play this scene right here. When it comes to cheese slices, choose the one that's. Quit trying to make me hungry. I think I bought that cheese once. It's yeah. very good. <laughs> huh. Here we go. That's a half blood prince, or is that uh? Whoop! Yeah, that's definitely hollows. Wrong scene. Let's. Hey man, shit happens. Let's uh. Rewind. R rewind. <laughs> Do some rewind. Let's see. Forgive us, y'all. We're just still trying to get our Legos together. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Two most understated characters in the entire franchise, as far as I'm concerned. Man. I'm so after all these years, I still believe in the Oscars. I think those two guys should have got joint best supporting the Oscars. Yeah. Best supporting actor Oscars, man, because they really nailed it out the park. With this, with this scene alone. You know what I'm saying, I mean, and it, when you read those characters in the books, they just they bring everybody up with all the dark stuff that's going around. The the uh, Weasley twins were always there to cheer everybody up. Yes. And when they uh do their practical jokes. Or whatever it's never out of malice they're having fun yes their mentality is like life, <laughs> do, life doesn't have to life doesn't have to be so rigid ten, so stoic ten gallon week <laughs> and the interesting thing is and i give a shout out to the casting directors they all look like they were family for real. It's like they went out and got a real family and cast them for the Weasley. Yes. I don't... Man, it was... Even from the first movie, it was just uncanny that the way they just clicked. Exactly. They just clicked. And I don't understand that. How do you... How do you have that type of chemistry? You'd be surprised. When you man. barely know these people. You'd be surprised. Sometimes that's all it takes. Like I was looking at a meme that come up on timeline. Uh, maybe it's I can't remember when it came on there, but I read it and, it, and it, uh, I'm paraphrasing. Of course, sometimes the people you meet for three weeks make a more lasting effect than the people you've known for years. And mm. I believe it. I believe. Mm. And. To take it to the Bible for a minute, again, not trying to convert anybody or not trying to uh, be trying to bring people down, 
or uh, or trying to convert them or uplift them and things. Jesus barely knew his disciples. He just picked some guys out, and they weren't they weren't together. They weren't together for a decade, but the impression he made on these men lasted it lasted years. They were doing what he asked them to do for centuries after uh, he touched down. Right. And you guys, I want to apologize about the stream that's for you guys that's watching us live. I'm not sure exactly what's going on with the internet connection, but the podcast will be up and available for you guys. I'm making sure I'm recording it straight to the hard drive without any glitches whatsoever. And I'm not sure what's going on with the, I think that's Russian? Russian subtitles? I'm not sure what's going on. YouTube. It ain't like it used to be before they went corporate. Right. Back in the days before when corporate, everything. I was hoping that she would have got her in right here. Nah. Right no, here. Nah, you know they had to say that for, fina- for the finale. Man. Her character is a trope in most uh, popular fiction. She's not the main villain, but That's she's the asshole who bend, bends over. This part right main. here. How? She went after her man. She got she got through, but nobody else could get through. Nobody. Yeah, you know, and it, shut up. You know, it's funny. Some I was just watching. Uh, and this is a shout out to Jeremy, another Jeremy, <laughs> Cinema Sins, and he pointed that out. You know, what I'm saying she was the only one that got through. And he pointed that out. You know, you know, you know, what I'm saying because it was like you know, he breaks Jeremy from Cinema Sins breaks down movies and tries to uh and attacks the logic in them. <laughs> Me, I'm more. I, I'm the Jeremy who's more like you know. I just go with the flow. I don't care if it don't make sense. <laughs> but he breaks it down. But he breaks it down in a humorous way because he really likes the he really likes the movies that he uh, quote unquote disses, and he's do, he's doing it in a uh, in a funny and a satirical way. It's satire. When y'all get a chance, I'm doing a plug here. Check out Jeremy and Cinema Sins if you haven't already. You're really going to laugh at some of your favorite movies. Man. But yeah, like, you know, they come, they bringing it down and they doing this and that. And can't nobody get through the fire but them two, those two. And and it's really funny when you think about it. That's why I was uh, talking with Zero earlier about doing uh, Harry Potter films abridged. Like they're doing with Dragon Ball and all. What else? They, what else did they do? They, they they're doing Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. They're doing um, Naruto. Okay. I think they're trying to start a Bleach right now. Okay. Bleach. I'm yeah. not. I'm not sure what, what if Bleach is going to be as funny as Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. They have Vegeta. You know if you you know if you kick them really hard hard after they dead, they still make a no- sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh I my, check that out. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Man, and then everybody gets through. The all they burnt up the burrow. Hey, all he says is Molly and takes off running. Looking for his babe. They were a good couple. Yeah, they were. Now, man, wa- just watching them, just then it popped up. It just popped up in my head. I would love to see like an expansion, not necessarily a bunch of movies. But like a little TV show, maybe a TV show or a web series or 
or short film where we just follow them day to day. They're not trying to save the world. Nothing is at stake. Just show us what they go through day to day. Right. That couple there from the books and from the movie, they went through some things. Yes, you know they, what I'm yes they did. They really I always did. You know what I'm saying? I know it's fictional, but I'll always appreciate the time and the effort she put into Molly and Arthur Weasley. Because they were so loyal, they're so honest, and they're so strong, you know. Right. That that I can agree with, and they kept they kept that family together no matter how much chaos there was. That family was still yeah, with the exception of Percy until the very end. Per oh, per don't even get me now started they, on that. They didn't even trailer. now the movies didn't touch on that very much, but in those books, Percy was an asshole. He's a he was I, a traitor. I, I wanted to kick him in his shit. You might as well put the snake on his arm and let him be a deaf eater. They kicked me just, in the dick. Just turned on. Let's see if I can. Because I he wasn't satisfied with what his father did for a living. Let me see if I can find that scene right now. Which one? Let's see. The one I was just um talking about. Okay. Not all. Well, I'll play. I'll play something else. Um. <laughs> yeah, we are we are random around here, and shout out to these guys that did this. I love DVD abridged. Yes, Kami. That character pissed me off. All right, maggots, listen up. Wait. The worms inside of the dirt. Popo's stool. Call me. Then Popo. Any questions? <laughs> Enjoy the climb back up, bitch. <laughs> that remind me of a joke that we told in uh, college. Two of our partners, well, people we hung out with, they were the girl was really dark and the dude was really dark. And they say, "What do you cross? What do you get when you cross Mr. Popo in a black and mild?" And oh, they said, "Cammy and Terry's baby." Oh damn! <laughs> now their names aren't Cammy and Terry. The names have been changed to protect the innocent, whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know why I thought of it. Damn. But they were good people though. Baby came out just fine. You guys, you guys, we do out of the fix is gonna take a short break. Zero and Brando will be right back. It's hot as hell out here, you guys, but we're gonna keep doing our thing. Here's a little bit of flow rider with Winter Gordon. This is sugar. I'm trying to figure out why the hell it's not playing. Hold on. Let's find out why it's not playing, because this is about to really, really for the podcast later as well. That way you guys can listen to it on Spotify. Or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to the Duality Fix. I'm Zero. I'm Brando. And I'm not gonna lie, I am hella pissed at the moment. And it's not even it's not even at anything anything or anyone other than my internet service provider. And I'm not gonna give them any bad publicity on air. But they know who they are. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm not happy at the moment. What the hell? Oh, I know what this is. Rip. 
Remnant. I think this come out this week. Yeah, it's on HBO Max now. I gotta. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna check it out because, Lord knows, I love Hugh Jackman ever since I first saw him as the Wolverine. Man. And I saw him in other pictures, and I like. Again, he's from Australia. He's I don't know what put they put in their cornflakes or they weeds <laughs> or whatever down there in Australia. But I'm saying this on there. I'm saying it live, and I mean it with every fiber of my being. Australia has produced some of the greatest actors in history, Boom. male and female. I don't know no Australian actor that doesn't knock it out of the park. He was just a, just one along with that li- on that list. I mean, pick a name: Nicole Kidman, Mel Gibson. Naomi Watts, <laughs> Ben Mendelsohn, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just pick a name. The, he, Heath Ledger. This man right here knows knows his stuff. He knows his movies. He knows his actors My too. My God, I you know they talk about the multiverse. In the multiverse, I, I in the multiverse, I would have went to Australia just to study acting with these people. <laughs> oh my. God. God, they're too damn good. <laughs> Naomi Watts, Nicole Kidman, Heath Ledger, Ben Mendelsohn. I mean, pick a name. Hugh, of course, Hugh Jackman. Right, right, right. Everything they do is fucking awesome. This boy, he didn't want to do. He didn't want to do this. Exactly. It's very interesting the storyline choice they they went with with him and his family. I mean, she. I, oh man, I can't say enough about J.K. I mean, she. I mean, this is just good fucking storytelling. She takes the cliche. Here we go. And they and they finally fight. And they they fighting too. It's not it's not this BS in, in, exactly. in the second year. This is oh, I'm about to kill your ass. Exactly. But then you looking at it and you watching it. You hate Woo! you hate Potter so much, and you've advanced in your you you've you've advanced in your wand uh in your spell casting your wand waving whatever. Why didn't Draco use the Vada Kedavra on it? Exactly. Ah, who's here? <laughs> you know, you hate him so much and he's in your way. Man, he, Harry fucked him up. Exactly. And he didn't even know what the spell did. He just he just saw it in the book, Sectum Sumptra, for enemies. And he yep. just used it on Look at Snape. And this is a spoiler right here. You know, you're watching the movie, and you be like, how does he know how to solve this? Right. Because he created the spell in the first place. Man, what that man went through. This I is... think that Harriet was already at that point, you know, um, that... Can they hear Snape, her? Yeah, they can. Okay. That Snape was involved in the dark arts, so... Seeing that that book wasn't in any of the lectures or the lessons, he knew it had to be something, you know, not on the straight and narrow. Yeah, but he didn't know, you know, and from the book and from the book, he didn't know it was Snipe that wrote all that stuff in that book to the very end when Snipe revealed himself. 
And thing is, if you notice in the in the book, he never revealed to Harry, even at the end of the book, that I he didn't say I am the half blood prince. He never said that. At the book, no. No, he never said though that line. That line you was sure? I'm it's very true. I'm very sure. I only read that I only read that <laughs> now it's interesting. That's the first Harry Potter book I ever read. Comment if print. you have evidence. Huh? Comment if you have evidence. Right? If you get feel free, if you guys if I'm wrong, let me know I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure I read that book. I didn't see that line in there. That line was added strictly for the movie. Man. Yeah, man. What that man went through. I mean, it's like... And this is a testament to her as a writer. She made those characters, every last one of them, feel real. Every last character in this series and these movies, you feel some type of way about them. Whether they villain or villain or a hero, right? You know what I'm saying. The most emotion come from Umbridge, of course, which we discussed last week. I mean, you know, I can't stand this that bitch, bitch. Was a female Nazi. I cannot. St- oh my god! I'm so glad we're done with book five because that was right. she was the one that I just despised. I really think it's because she got to carry on a very personal, introspective it- level. Yeah, for no reason. For no reason. She didn't know this boy. She didn't know his family. Why are you fucking with him? You know what I'm saying? Wait a second. I, I completely forgot Jenny was um on the on the yeah. team. See all that. <laughs> uh, see all that happened. See, and it's a funny thing. They added it to this movie, but a lot of it happened in book five. Right. You know what I'm saying? With Ron joining the team and everything. Right. They did. They did that because book five was already big enough. Exactly. You That's why they wanted to split it into two movies too. They should have. They should. They really should have because they didn't capture everything from book five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Yeah, hell. All the important hell. Stuff. They didn't even capture everything from six. No, nah, they wasn't. And, and six is probably the uh, the third shortest book. Sorry, you guys. Yes, I'm about to eat on the air. I really don't uh, care. I'm hungry and it smells good. Without pickles, with pickles. It, you know, it don't matter to me. <laughs> that was uh. Where are those Ritz? They're on, they're on the kitchen counter. Okay. They're still there. They putting on the Ritz. <laughs> oh, I love that song. Matt, here we here we go. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Both both Hermione and and the other the other redhead were really really cute in this one. Cute. The fuck is cute? They were hot. <laughs> See, by the time they're they fit. No, by the time they filmed this movie, they were they, uh, they, they were they, of age. They were of age. So they I were can of say age without sounding like a creep. And keep in mind that they were our our age too. So yeah, absolutely, I could say I could say that without. No, and look at look at Luna like, huh huh huh. <laughs> you know they in the books and in the movie they portray that character as aloof, but she's highly intelligent. And highly in tune to what's going on. Did you read how she actually got the part? Yeah, she beat 15,000 girls. And she, she had wrote J.K. Rowling a personal letter. And then I found out some more trivia today when I was reading. She was uh, she was suffering from anorexia. That and part. She, and when she wrote the letter, she uh, J.K. Rowling, like, if you can beat your illness. You got the I'll, part. I'll, I'll let you in. And that's how it happened. Yep. 15,000 girls. And she got it. Wow. And she was, to me, she was perfect for the role. Exactly. 
I couldn't imagine anybody else playing Luna Lovegood. Now, you know what I'm saying, that brings me to another bit of trivia. The girl who plays Lavender, you know what I'm saying, the one that's crushing all over. <laughs> all over Ron. All over Ron. <laughs> she is a poet now. She doesn't act anymore, but she's written books of poetry. Is she is You know she what good? I'm saying? I haven't read any of her stuff yet. I'll admit that. But I look. I just happened to look her up and to see what she was doing because, like, you know, you see these actors and they play these roles so good, you be wanting to see them do other stuff. But because I hadn't seen her, I looked her up. Her name is Jessica Cave, and she's she's doing poetry now. I want to find a scene where um, where McGonagall is talking talking to Harry, saying, "Oh, and take Weasley with you. It looks like he's having way too much fun over there." I know, right? <laughs> At the beginning of uh, number. That's six. in this one. That's in this one. He just wanted to pick Harry's brain. That's what that was yeah, about. That was an interesting character. And you know his character was the head of Slytherin House. But really? he wasn't with Voldemort. Huh. And I think the reason they I think the reason they sorted him into that house he was got sorted into the house because he has a bias towards you know what I'm saying? He would have been the type of teacher that he's the type of teacher that like uh I want all the smart people with me. I want all the athletes with me. Those of y'all who can't or aren't smart nor athletes, I, I just soon wipe my ass with you. They say in the movie, Dumbledore says he's a collector of sorts. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. He's a basically I deemed him the collector of the minds. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's not just one mind just what the get away, you stupid fly. It's just not one one mind he collects. It's multiple. Exactly. He wants all the uh, and he wants sets. All, all the popular popular kids with him. You know what I'm saying? I uh, in high school I would have despised a fucker like that. <laughs> no disrespect. Obviously, no disrespect so to the actor. So do you think he was on ASD, autism spectrum? Probably. Had to be. Who that teacher there? Yeah. yeah. Um, a common quirk. Um, ASD is collecting things. Yes. Now that's an angle I'd never heard of before. Now that would that that's be a, that would be an interesting if a psychologist did a character uh, a character study yeah. of all the characters yeah. in in there. They might have done it. I have to look it up, but I know they've done it with superheroes. But yes. I don't know if they've done it. You know, I ha- I have books on that where they've done done that. I don't know if they've done it with these characters here. I have to look for that. Psychology and Harry Potter. Was Cho was the actress on Ch- for Cho in this one too? I don't remember seeing her. I saw she a picture. Might have been an extra. Cause I know that I know that in five they get they get they ringed her ringed her dry in five. That was yeah, no, they 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 totally redid that storyline. Cause in the book, the reason in that book, book five, the, re, the reason she broke up with Harry, cause she thought Harry was checking for Hermione when he really wasn't. And then Hermione broke it down to him how women think. Like, look, you you're study talking about me. I'm your best friend. There's nothing going on between us. But she felt some kind of way cause you're study talking about me, and you should have been listening listening to what she had to say. Cause, like she said in that one scene. Her, mo- her mother was threatened. She's still sad about Cedric. She's conflicted because she likes you. And she's also stressing because she doesn't know if, she, if she's going to pass her owls. Mm-hmm. Or her ACTs or SATs. You know. Just because Ron has the emotional range of teaspoon. Exactly. What's wrong? Oh. But, 
I want her in her in here with us for book seven. Uh, Kit Kat. Yeah. All right. Yes, I don't use I don't use our real names on air for a reason. Yeah. Because I mean, it's what everybody it's what everybody does. Everybody has an internet handle. Yes. That's why when I couldn't get into my old page and I started a new one, I just decided I I took a name. Nothing nothing wrong with that. I mean, everybody does. Uh oh. <laughs> I went back the first year. <laughs> Did you know in the novel she had buck teeth? Yes. Yeah. Um, they portrayed that in the first movie, but she couldn't. She speak. couldn't wear them. Yeah. yeah. She couldn't. Speak and, you know role, what I'm saying? So. They probably could have CGI'd it, but they just said, you know what? Let her be her. Right. <laughs> and that was another character quirk that's another growth period and I admire uh, Rowling for that here is something that Hermione wasn't good at and it wasn't that she wasn't good it's just that she wasn't on Snipes level you right. know what I'm saying well, as far as potions was concerned and you think and, and, and you would think Snipe you know and then we get into these characters like they're real people you would think Snipe would admire that like like this little Gryffindor really know what she talking about but he was annoyed by her yes and it wasn't a villain thing it was just a per uh, a person thing like can oh. you stop being an insufferable know-it-all oh but but ha- but Harry tore her tore her he tore him up in the deleted scene on in book one, that was yeah. funny. That was that was something. When you showed that to me, I was like, "Wow!" It was, you know, <laughs> it opened up. It op- that, you know, what I'm saying that's how you know he got his daddy in him. You know, he wasn't a bully, but you like like he can. That was letting you know he go toe to toe. But they were saying, even though he's not a particularly good student, his character is second to none. He's right. loyal to a T. Yes, and that's why everybody connects with him. He's what they call a every man. <laughs> no, this is a person you you're gonna encounter, whether it be in your church, your school, or your job. What were you about to say? Um, going back to the Hermione thing, where they're evaluate or going a bit deeper into her character in that scene, it's surprising that she can't do it. But it also goes back to uh, what J.K. Rowling set down as her default traits that they um, mentioned in the movie at the end of number one where JK, she goes I didn't mean you cut it you know JK based Hermione on herself yeah <laughs> um, where Hermione says there's more to life than books and cleverness friends and bravery so it's interesting that they have her struggling through a book right there and her getting really frustrated with it it should have revolted back to what her true core beliefs have become since she's been there. Friendship. She yep. should have asked her friends. And this is the true essence of character development. All through these books, through these movies, we saw her, we've seen her mind as the one. Yes. You know what I'm saying? She's smarter than both of these guys. She's <laughs> smarter than her entire class, be it Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, whatever. She Now, she's running to her brick wall. You know what I'm saying? Harry is surpassing her in this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like she can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? I've been the best so long, And I've seen this happen with athletes and everything. And you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, I, I don't want to call it jealousy, but it was like uh, you come to this brick wall. You come to something that you don't understand. And it, and it was hard for her. And that, that, that struggle, and, and that was an interesting struggle. And it's another 
it's another factor that makes these characters human. Oh, okay. Oh, it's Hogwarts and magic and hippogriffs and Voldemort and all this stuff here. But the way you connect with your audience is you bring the you you bring these characters down to a human level. Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, and I respect that. I respect that. I respect that. I respect. I respect that to the nth degree. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I can't. What can I say that ain't already been said? What you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just here. It is. It's 2021. This that first book was published in 1997. We're still talking about. I want to say the King James Bible was published in in 1613. Here it is. 500 plus years later, we're still discussing it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'd like to do. As you said before on multiple on multiplications, this these books will last the test of time. And the only in mentioning that King James whatever uh the only books that have outsold her are the Bible. She's close to it. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They said it on the documentary that I always look at. You know, they're talking about the beginnings of the phenomenon and her origins or whatever. They say, I don't know the exact number. She sold so many millions of copies. Only the Bible has beat her. They put, they put all this pressure on this boy to kill him. Exactly. I'm and again, this is a testament to her as a writer. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're fine. Uh, as a testament to her writing. Her every character goes through an arc. Whether they're whether they're centerpiece or not. See See Harry didn't know Harry didn't know what was going on. And so the plot thickens. Exactly. But reading that book and seeing how it played out, something in me knew there's something more going on with this. Right. I just it was it, you know and it's a testament to Alan Rickman's performance again, you know, can't say enough about him that look at him he really didn't want to do that mm. oh that hurt there yep. our, our Morgan Freeman is gone yep our Martin Luther King is gone The Rock <laughs> not The Rock the wrestler but our Rock is gone is gone Yes, he was. And at the and end of the day, oh, Harry was. At the end of the day, you know there's more to the story. Do you think if you were to compare Dumbledore to chess, which chess player would he be? Think he'd about be the king. Age. I don't have to think about that. Well, no, I think he'd be a queen. He would be a queen. Okay, break that down for me. Let's talk. In, ch- in chess, the king uh, can only still move just one space at a time. But the queen, the queen can dance all over the damn board. Okay. And that's what... So, see, okay. And Dumbledore, he, he he dances all over the damn board with sure these movies. Does. And the, you protect your king. In this case, Harry would be equivalent to the king. He was always protecting Harry, not for himself, but for the greater good of wizard time. Okay. It, 
Man. I don't think it was ever a personal thing, him protecting Carrie. I think it was always about wizard kind. Okay. Let me see if I can find this real quick. No, not Ashley Homestore. Why do you think would be Dumbledore would be king? Well, that way it go back to cliches, you know what I'm saying? He's the best wizard of his generation. They could, uh, before him, they couldn't penetrate Hogwarts. You know what I'm saying? See, I don't, see, I don't understand chess. All I know is my traditional definition of a king and a queen. Oh. You know what I'm saying? The good news is the show is almost over. I want to go and play. I want to play this last part of the scene right here. Okay. Where he's over here, just he's like, "What the fuck, man? What, what, what the hell? He's gone. What the hell is this?" Notice, notice who who comes over there to his to his side. His wife, cause she already she already knows what's up. And look, there she goes. <laughs> I wish they had done the funeral scene from the novel. I really do. Me too. Wands up. And for those of you that are now watching this, now you know where our background came from, ladies and gentlemen. This is our background for, for the theme for today. And just like that, the darkness just dissipates. Two or three are gathered in my name. Behind every great crowd is a blue sky. He's now. I don't know why these things are coming out of my mouth, but it's like they lost their champion. Makes me think about a day. Oh, I'll I'll let this scroll up. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we don't own these clips. They belong to Warner Brothers. Absolutely. I will admit, though, Warner Brothers really, they really outdid themselves with this. Yeah, even though they doing shit to the DC universe, but that's another story for another time. But again, big shout out to Shockwave on YouTube and Movie Flame on YouTube. I'm plugging these guys and I'm plugging Oliver Harper, too. Big shout out to what they do and how they've influenced us and in what we do you know what i'm saying they don't know us but we know them and we're gonna plug them until the end of time because what shoot what they do they inspire us exactly and i'm so thankful for them to learn from them and step our game up and guys again i do want to sincerely apologize about the stream i'm not sure what's going on but i will be contacting my internet service provider because this right here is absolute bullshit I should not be dropping this many frames. I should not be at this high percentage of drop frames during the stream. But this, this will be available 
on podcast right after the show. I got to download it. Just got to convert it. Give me an hour. It'll be up for you guys to listen to. I will post the video if I can, if the file's not too big, to Facebook, to Twitter. I'll post it to all of our all of our um all of our social medias, except for TikTok. I can't do it. That it's too damn long for TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. But you guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for those that are listening in. We really do appreciate you. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Duality Fix. You can find us on Facebook. Go ahead and follow us on Twitch. It's not hard at all. I'm Zero. I'm Brando, and one more thing before we Ooh. sign off. If Ooh. you believe in what we do, please look us up on Patreon, Patreon and, you know, be a sponsor for us. Because we're doing this out of love of the genre and love of uh, entertainment. you believe in what we do, you know, hook us up. There's, trust me, guys, there is more to come. You have been tuned into the Duality Fix on Twitch and on Facebook. We will see you next time. Hey guys, we really do appreciate you guys listening in. We also appreciate you guys watching us on Twitch for the past couple of weeks. Now with that being said, we do have a Patreon set up. That way you can go and donate. That way we can give you more of the things that you guys like, such as music, and also we're tying in skits as well. So the Patreon link is in the description of this episode and will be posted on our page as well. Go check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch.